this is Gary. I'm Shangar. And you're listening to the bar. It's Christmas, Gary. Yes, it is. What did, a Christmas it's been. Did you imagine getting to this point of the year for what it's been to us? I mean, I've been looking forward to it the whole year. So it's something that I've been having in the back of my mind since July, perhaps. And you felt like, honestly, I mean, I don't know about you, but... You felt like by the time it, it would have gotten to Christmas and New Year, it would have been different, you know? The problems would have been past us, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But that's being optimistic. Yeah, slowly as the months went by, then you're like, oh, wait a minute, oh, this is also going to affect the Pawali, this is also going to affect Christmas, New Year, and Chinese New Year next year at this point, right? Perhaps. And I think it's come to a point where people are trying to strike that balance between what's normal and what's... I reluctantly use the word new normal. New normal. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. New normal, unprecedented. You know, all these overly used words. SOPs. We <laughs> use way too much. Yeah. Um. Social, physical distancing. I don't know. I just, I just want to get all of that out of my system at this point. I think everybody does too. But let's look at the bright side. It is Christmas, and we are still going to be able to celebrate. With our family members, at the very least, at this point. Tell me, what does Christmas... In some ways. I mean, there'll be people who will not be able to be with their families this Christmas. That's true. Especially the elderly who are in homes. Yeah. And those who are abroad, perhaps, may yeah. not be able to return this holiday season. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I hope uh, things will look brighter for them as well. But they are the, the more privileged ones... I think we get to spend it with people that matter to us at this point. For sure. Um, what does Christmas mean to you? So, Christmas to me has been something very personal. It's very... I mean, there's those commercial things about going to malls and seeing decorations and trees. Or even as I grew up, hosting parties, exchanging gifts with friends. And But to me, Christmas has always been first and foremost about family. I have very fond, beautiful memories of going to my grandparents' house on Christmas Day, having this big spread for Christmas among the family, um, relatives making cookies, watching Christmas specials on TV. I remember there will always be like some magic special on Christmas Day, or even cartoons, right? All my cartoons that I watched growing up suddenly had the atmosphere of Christmas for that particular episode. And those are very fond memories that I still hold on to even till this day. A good example, I would have a folder of old Christmas cartoons I grew up from the 90s and I would watch it every year just to reminisce of those sentimental, beautiful feelings that I once had. Yep, and feeling the nostalgia all over again. Exactly. So yeah, so in a lot of ways, um, it, and it's funny coming from who I believe to be, you know, you have your belief, um, you're, you were born and you grew up a Catholic and of course there's a lot more religious meaning uh, to Christmas as well. Yeah, we have this four weeks of Advent and uh, we just wrapped the fourth Sunday of Advent and each week is representative of a value that's associated with Christmas, love, hope, peace and joy. So, and that is for someone with that background. But how about those without, right? Like, you would, you, would, you would imagine that it may not mean much to others, but coming from uh, someone who was, who was growing up in a traditional Hindu family, 
I found myself also appreciating Christmas from a very young age. I'm not too sure if it's because of how commercialized it was. You know how it, it is the most celebrated festival as far as I as far as I could see, right? Growing up, um, but there's just something about it. Um, I what what comes to mind to me? So obviously, for me, there was no religious aspects to it. I I wasn't going to church. There was there wasn't that part of it to look forward to. But I remember every year. Or get the Toys R Us um, pamphlet, and normally it's it's extra special, right? It's Christmas. It's extra ticker. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's it is right. It's it's, it's the, the best one for the year, and I'll look into it. And there were always two things I always wanted. I remember till today. Every Christmas, the two things I always wanted was the telescope and a camcorder. You know, back then the big bulky camcorder. Did you get them at some point? No, I I never got those. For some reason, I I mean, it goes back to my two biggest interests when I was young, astronomy and film. Did you have that whole mythology of Santa growing up? Oh, so that's the craziest part, right? I, as a, this was really young. I mean, people are going to think this story is ridiculous. I was really young, had no idea, right? I wasn't exposed, no one told me about this. So I actually believe, I mean, in Malaysia, right? We're in Malaysia and all that. But I truly believe that Santa was real. No one ever told me when I was when you're young. Who's who's gonna break the news, right? No, Santa's not real. So I just I was just, okay. There is this Santa, and and in 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 India we call him Santa Tata, right? Like I mean I'm not from India. I'm saying the Indian way of calling Grandpa Santa Tata. And so I was like, okay, Santa Tata is real, right? And and one day I kid you not, I I until today it's still for me one of the biggest mysteries in my life. I was just sitting. It was Christmas Eve, I think, as far as I remember. You know, everyone's in a holiday mood because it was end of the year. And I heard the the bells, right? And I swear I felt like I saw Santa and his reindeers just go past my house. Wow. And at that point, it just, I just went like, oh, okay. I, I didn't even go like, where's my present or anything, right? Maybe I was like, oh, it's only for Christian people. And that, that was so naive. I was such a child. But point is, I had that. I had that so vividly in my imagi- imagination till today. And that must be really magical, right? Whether it was Rudolph or Runjit, right? The Red Nose Ranger. Um, to any child, regardless of their belief system, that was just Christmas. It's crazy. So, so that's, that's how I I don't think I've ever shared this because people just think I'm crazy, right? But but honestly, in Subang, probably like twenty years ago, I saw this, <laughs> or I thought I did. So that is what Christmas means to me. And until today, I think I enjoy I, I enjoy the happiness it creates. I think it's the one festival. I think every festival has its its great moments. You know, I look forward to Raya as well. I look forward to Chinese New Year and Deepavali, obviously. But Christmas is the one that I feel brings everybody. Yeah. I think it transcends everybody's religious, cultural beliefs, regardless of the festivals you celebrate throughout the year. Christmas is the one thing that we can all come together and celebrate. Yeah. You know, everyone's looking forward to Christmas trees, um, fireplace, even though you don't have them. Uh, presents, Secret Santa, the food, gingerbread man cookies. Or even just coming together, right? Yeah, it would have been nice to do that this year. Um, unfortunately, a lot of us can't have the open house just that we normally have in, in other years. 
Um, but yeah, so that's what Christmas is. And and because of the year it has been, I think it's a good time to also recap what 2020 has been for us. Just to add to that one point, we, we've had this moment where we brought some people together recently to walk the streets and to give back to the homeless community. So even though we may not be able to host parties in that sense, but we, we brought people together in different ways. And maybe it's a little bit more meaningful mm. because of the restrictions we have imposed. Yeah, to actually go out of your way, to be part of a street feeding, to meet um, our street friends, you know, communities that I need. So yes, it was definitely meaningful. I think it's probably the most meaningful Christmas-related activity I've actually done. So thank you for that. Don't mention it. So look back at the year, 2020. Now, I, I recently beat everyone to the punch by kind of writing my look back to the year on Instagram, just so I don't feel mainstream whenever there's a next week. Uh, please check out Gary Magic on Instagram. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> but uh, what was 2020 to you? Pandemic aside, I mean... Yeah. Do you want to start? <laughs> because who did you You just reflected already, so you... <laughs> which, which island on this planet is going to go like... There was a pandemic, <laughs> right? I'm sure everybody has gone through a lockdown, restrictions to some degree. So put the COVID-19 aside, what was 2020 like to you? I think in a lot of ways, going into 2020, I'll reflect back on that first, you know. There, somehow, maybe because of what the year sounds like and the expectations we've had growing up, everyone always thought 2020 was going to be a very significant year in terms of progress, you know, people thought we were going to have flying cars and all that, but we've already covered all that in our Malaysia 2020 episode. But going going into this year, for me, there, was, there were specific milestones as well. I was going to reach the 20th country that I was going to visit and 20th in 2020 as well is something that I won't lie was definitely playing in my mind and I was going to visit five more in order to make it to 30 by next year 30 by 30 uh my age sadly um and so there was all this writing on it i was also going to mindfully spend more time doing things i love as well which goes back again to traveling uh, and and among other things. So so what the year was going to be in terms of expectations, uh, a lot were built for it. Uh, and then what the year turned out, I am not going to... I don't want to look too much on the negative things. I think a lot of people have already done that. I want to look at the positives of it uh, as much as I can. And what it became is, so I couldn't travel overseas, so I ended up being able to appreciate the beauty in within Malaysia a lot more. Uh, so that that was something. That 2020 became a year where I not really realized, but more like appreciated, really appreciated Malaysia for what it is. And I realized that, and also um, family, friends, people that you're close to being able you realize who during a time when you cannot see everybody you realize who really mattered to you who you go out of the way to keep in touch with to meet still to spend time with now to add to your point it's all about holding on to traditions right and being able to let go of those traditions particularly in a year when we have to break away from what we're used to if nothing else we can at least say we survive ourselves surviving going above and beyond our comfort zones 
you know, to add to what you said earlier about flying, I actually miss flying the most of this year. This year was meant to be my traveling year just like yours. But at the same time, I had to say goodbye to so many people, right? When I look back and I actually counted it recently, I lost 59 friends, people who meant something to me, who were in my lives. I couldn't attend all the funerals because of the restrictions. Some of them were only allowed 30 people and left towards their family, as opposed to people who, even if you knew them for a very long time, you couldn't be there to mm. say goodbye. Mm. And so that was hard and that was painful. But there's so much to be grateful for. So much to look back the year and say, I did something. One of which was this podcast, something that we wouldn't have done. Yeah, so definitely, I think one of the most positive things this year, we have to admit that the bar itself came into inception because of the way the year turned out, because of all the circumstances uh, that made 2020 the year it was. And something that happened recently to both of us, we got to meet a former Prime Minister. <laughs> so it's not a complete crapshoot of a year. <laughs> Would you like to share a bit about that? So that was insane. So you, you got us an audience with Tunem, um, who turns out to be one of my childhood heroes. <laughs> it was just so surreal, the whole the whole um, event, right? Like going there and I'm like, yeah, sure, me, you know, I don't think I'm going to get to sit with, uh, really talk to him. But there we were in his office. First I heard his voice and I was like, oh, that's him. <laughs> that's really him, right? And, and then we got in and we sat and what came after that were 40 minutes of a conversation. And it was a fruitful one, right? It had real substance to it. I mean, we won't go into the content of that meeting today, but just the whole experience felt like a dream come true maybe to you. Yeah. And to me, in order to share that dream with someone means something to me. And so 2020 happened the way it did and this came about from it. Yeah, no, definitely one of my highlights. I've, I've, I've learned that it's, it's all about the mindset that you keep, right? I think this is also down to circumstances that people face. Of course, there are a lot of people out there who might have lost their jobs, you know, um, business turned completely upside down and face a lot of challenges for sure. I'm not going to discount that, definitely. But I think to some extent, those who have that in control, you can curate your mindset to feel a certain way. And if you start looking at the positives and force yourself to find that happiness, right? Because they always, they always talk about happiness and how, you know, it comes to people and all that. But I feel to some extent, it there is an effort that needs to be taken. And that pursuit of happiness. Yes. Right? Exactly. So so that's what I've realized. It could be, and that's why they talk, they used to speak about survival of the fittest and all of that. But I think for those who tried, this year wasn't that bad. You're right. I mean, no matter how I look at it, everyone has had their fair share of challenges this year. Some, like you said, has lost their jobs, their pay cuts. Um, some even worse, some may have lost their loved ones to the pandemic. But when you really look at it, what we make of it, right? Either you buckle under the pressure or you rise above it and you find meaning to this year and mm. find that pursuit towards what you call happiness amidst the um, turbulent year that we've had. Yeah, so that's definitely something that I realized about this year uh, and, and more to like, you know, what it's brought out sides that we didn't know we had, you know. When you're pushed to a corner, helpless and desperate, how you come out of it, how you overcome I think this has been a, a good year to showcase that among everyone. For all of you who are listening who have feeling that the year is coming to the end and you just can't wait for next year to be better, I think it's really up to you 
to determine that. You have to search within, instead of looking all around the globe, sometimes we fail to see that it's right in front of us all along. On that note, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. See you next year.